Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Welcome to Reggae Lover Podcast. This is Khalil Wanda from Highlander Sound. And I'm Agard. What up, people? Hope everybody out there is as good as possible, staying healthy and staying safe. Got a good show lined up for you today. You know, we all dealing with this COVID-19 crisis all over the world. So it's really impacting each and every one of us in different ways. Certainly it's impacting our industries. And we're looking at ways that we think that people are going to respond positively in terms of creating new solutions and utilizing technology. Yeah, man. Definitely the situation going on right now is um, allowing for a lot of people to become more creative in the ways that they engage with audiences. Um, and we'll definitely talk about that a little bit later on in the show. So it's been interesting, to say the least. So let's get into the buzzworthy news for this week for all the regular lovers out there. First and foremost, we want to say rest in peace to fallen soldier Bob Andy. Passed away last week at age 73. Salute to Bob Andy. He's truly a legend, truly an icon. He was present at the recent Jamaica Music Conference in Kingston. Perennially at work, he was always active in the dub plate market. His album, Bob Andy's Songbook, is like one of the best albums in reggae history, probably in music history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the album is so dope, so dope, like, so many hits on there. And for the people that grew up listening to, like, 90s reggae and stuff like that, you know, if you were to research this album that I'm referencing, you will see how many of the songs that you know well that were sung by, you know, maybe Sanchez or maybe Barrington Levy or somebody like that were originally Bob Andy songs from way back in the day at Studio yeah, One. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to Bob Andy. It was um, heartening to see all the tributes. You know, David Rodigan shared some stuff. Um, there was a, a video that actually, I don't know what the occasion was, but it was like in a house uh, with Bob Andy just, you know, uh, singing live. Um, and that was amazing, you know. So there were a lot of tributes out there. So rest in peace to Bob Andy, you know, and prayers up for, for his family and surviving members of his family and friends. Most definitely. Yeah, man. Also buzzworthy this week. Want to shout out. To you, Agard, and your lovely wife on the wedding anniversary, big up the item self. Seeing? Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, obviously, we had a modified celebration. You know, we did it Brooklyn style. Um, basically, we went to, you know, walk the dog together uh, to Prospect Park, you know, within the rules of self-isolation and social distancing and then uh we had a little picnic on our roof the roof of our building that's very brooklyn right there you know what i'm saying very brooklyn yeah man. you guys are so brooklyn <laughs> right now i guess we are we have no choice you know 
So <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like you got to make the best of it. You know, went up to the roof, ate some cheeses and stuff, <laughs> and uh, got yeah. got drunk off of Prosecco, you know. It's a good respite from from the quarantine, I guess. That's awesome. Celebrate, celebrate that love, man. You know, it's it's a gift, and um, of course, life itself is a gift right now. You know, with all the stuff that's going on right now, man. You just definitely have to do your best to live each of your days to the fullest. Yeah, definitely. Uh, real quick, you know, the the interesting thing about me, and my wife, and I is. Uh, we actually do better <laughs> when we're around each other more. You know what I mean? Like when we have to be away from each other, that's when it gets stressful. That's that's what I realized. So, you know, you see all these memes about quarantine couples and everything and, you know, we're 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 doing all right. That's a true sign that you got a good thing going. Yeah, man. <laughs> she got to stop going away for work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but thanks. Appreciate it. Definitely, man. Let's go into the tastemaker. Um, I want everybody to check out Naomi Cohen's latest single entitled Climbing. Mm -hmm. She was featured by Shawnee B on One Extra Live in Jamaica, which we've been talking about week to week to week. But I got to tell you, there was one day last week when in the morning time, you know, I put on real quick cuz i'm not a tv person like that you know what i mean i put on the tv and i pulled up the youtube app and i you know i played the the lila ik singing where i'm coming from and then i pulled up the naomi cohen singing climbing and that just it was like a rocket booster moment for me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying just picked me up off the couch and i was ready to attack the day it was like that you know that influ- influential and inspirational and you know the vibes was up all the way, ton up, ton up, ton up. Yeah, man, that's what's up. We all need inspiration in these times. Right, and and that's what, you know, that's what it is, man. That's what we're getting from reggae music right now. I guess the other thing that uh, I mentioned that I wanted to talk about real quick, and then I'm going to let you, you know, go on, on the pedestal mm. and step to the podium. But I just want to thank all the listeners that, have been checking out the podcast you know whether you are a new a new listener or whether you've been listening for a long time whether you're a podcaster yourself or you know involved in the music industry yourself you know what i mean because obviously everybody is kind of situated where you are right now and can't really move around too much from what i've been seeing in the industry concerning podcasts it seems as though podcast listenership has taken a hit due to coronavirus and this is because many podcast listeners listen during their commutes to work so right now with multiple people just working from home commutes are being eliminated and therefore people's personal podcast listening time is being eliminated someone like me you know i would sit and listen sometimes while i'm working but, you know, definitely in the car, that's definitely a time, you know what I'm saying? To get caught up on, on different podcasts, different audio and stuff like that. So, yeah, that I mean, that's personally impacted me. But, you know, I want to say, like, for the month of March, the numbers of regular lover podcasts have just taken off tremendously. So everybody that's listening, you know, I hope you stay listening. I hope it's 
definitely valuable for you and just want to just let you know we appreciate you you know what i'm saying and we've been doing consistent shows remotely agard is in brooklyn i'm in atlanta so we got the technology thing you know worked out at the beginning of last season you know which was 2019 and we've been able to hit a nice flow with that but from what i'm seeing a lot of fellow podcasters are kind of falling off or taking some time off right now because they typically go to a studio or, you know, gather together in a room to record their shows. You know what I'm saying? So everybody who's falls into that boat right now, you know what I'm saying? Big up yourself. You know, I hope you're listening here and uh, I hope, you know, we provide some entertainment and some vibes and stuff like that. You know, I just want to shout y'all out. And again, just shout out all of our listeners. Yeah, man, that's definitely, it's a big deal, you know, especially, you know, I know you pay more attention to some of the numbers in the industry than I do, but um, it's definitely appreciated that in this time when, you know, people are at home and they can definitely choose to do a multitude of different things, um, they're still to- tuning in. And I, I suspect some of the people who have been putting it off a little bit are kind of catching up right now. So, you know, shout out to those people who who are taking the time out to to you know catch up with us. We we really do appreciate it. We are gonna really not do a real sound clash update this week. We're gonna roll it into the main segment, right? Yeah. So let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audio book about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm-hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Stephens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole film crews that were down filming him, you know, all the members of the Whalers. He's having these conversations in these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows. He put all this information into a book. What's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience, quoting Peter Bunny, the incidents that happened with Bob getting shot, the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage. And so you really get the excitement, the energy of what is going on. That book right there, I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley, and we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover, and there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things, but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood. There's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley. Come in. This episode, this segment is kind of like the technology of the future that would help us to um, kind of still put our, our stuff out there. And as Khalil alluded to with that sentiment earlier with the listeners, 
you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there that weren't set up for this situation. You know, they do go to a physical um, site and they have co-hosts that are all in the same room a lot of the times. And, you know, their post-production, you know, sometimes uh, shows don't get put out for a long period of time because they, they have like extensive editing that they have to do or somebody may not be able to edit on the fly. So we just want to address some of these concerns, you know, not only for the podcasters, but then DJs are included, sound systems, artists, you know, what is the future of this, um, this medium when, you know, you can't necessarily be in the same room with people. And, uh, as Khalil alluded to earlier, you know, we figured this out very early out of necessity, you know what I'm saying? We wanted to do something, of 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 quality and you know we we have to figure it out you know so i'm not going to go into the technical details but as you listen every week you know some people have commented that it sounds like we're in the same room and you know we do that for a reason shout out to you know khalil who edits every single episode but yeah i got a chance to check out yeah man big up the editors you know (laughs) yeah man the producer all, all them people yeah man we're, we're the producers editors hosts everything um shouts to the writers you know the graphics team and of course the marketing yeah exactly marketing department <laughs> and that's the thing right in this situation you know they're talking about you know a lot of people who have instagram and youtube content they're not able to produ- produce that content because they don't have their team right they don't have makeup partners, lighting, sound people, editors. You know, we're we're all we're self encapsulated. So you know, whatever. But yeah, I was able to listen to um, Walshy's quarantine clash, and um, it's a very interesting thing. So the reason why we didn't do a sound clash segment is because we knew we were going to go into this. But yeah, so the situation was that Walshy was promoting you know, um, a quarantine clash via, I believe it was YouTube and Twitch, um, via the major laser, uh, account. So obviously everybody knows what YouTube is. Twitch is a gaming platform and not necessarily a gaming platform, but a platform to where, um, a community could come together and watch people game live, you know, um, so basically, a lot of people have been using it to start channels, like video channels and stuff like that. So, you know, in Walshy's quarantine class, you had um, Machia, from, who's from Germany or and was in Germany, uh, versus Specs the Boss from uh, Toronto, Canada. So how it worked out was Walshy was in Jamaica, Specs in Canada, and Machia in, in Germany, and they, they, you know, while she worked out the rules, I'll be quite honest with you. You know, um, when I was listening to it in my car, I had to go do errands and, um, you know, the audio quality wasn't great, but the energy was very high. And, you know, I listened, actually I watched, uh, Instagram live after the fact, uh, muscle from, I believe it's two line music hut had interviewed, um, Walshy on the, the post clash interview, and basically, um, Walshy put up a poll afterwards, um, and thirty thousand people, around thirty thousand people, had responded to the poll. I don't remember exactly who won. Um, I think the winners here 
definitely um, the idea of being able to to clash in a virtual climate. You know, I looked at the the room, the the chat group in the YouTube channel. It was definitely very active. You had three videos because you know YouTube, you can conference in so. You know, you had three videos. You could see some Macha in Germany. You could see Walsh in Jamaica. You see, you could see Specs in in Canada. And I want to talk about the idea of this more than the actual technical aspect of it, because let. Yo, first yeah. of all, I didn't even know you could do that. Didn't like, know you could do what? Um, have three feeds into a YouTube video. Yeah. So so right now, YouTube Live. Who, this Google owns owns YouTube, right? Yeah. All right. So this has actually been functionality that's been around for a minute now. Like people have been using YouTube, um, for for meeting purposes as well. You know, as like a meeting platform similar to similar to Zoom. So you had picture on picture. I believe Machia was hosting the video, so he had control over it. And what what happened is. You know, at the first at the start, you can see Walshy by himself, and he was addressing the chat room and playing music. And um, at some point, it was evident that Macho was controlling it because you know Walshy would be like, "Yo, Macho, do this or do that." Like, "Yo, I want to see the whole picture of this," or you know. So it wasn't like all the bugs weren't worked out. But yeah, so you can see all three locations at once, and they had the the option of putting one bigger than the other i'm not sure if it was some other software through youtube i'd have to like check out um while she's interview again but the capability is there and um so with his post clash interview what was mentioned is that this was really just a test run you know and i think it was a successful test run um you know he has to work out some of the things with the the audio quality and the video quality but all in all you know a lot of people tuned in when i was in the chat room there's thousands of people um the beautiful thing about it was you know he had mentioned and i agree with this like you had people who were sound class fanatics or dance hall fans in the same room with you know people who had never heard the the term sound clash you know so it was like people in the room who were bewildered <laughs> and then other people in the room who were you know well versed in 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 what was going on and i look at it as an opportunity to educate you know or bring people into the fold sort of like what red red bull culture clash does you know what i mean like that type of event yeah. um I, I won't go on too much further i'm just trying to set up you know exactly what happened um, I'm not sure exactly who won, but basically, like, as I said earlier, um, there was a poll set up and at the time of, um, the day after or two days after it was about 30,000 people who voted. Um, so the potential is this, you know, even though the vibe might be different, you know, you're reaching potentially a far more large audience than you would say in a club that holds at the most, you know, five, 600 people or something like that up to a thousand, you know? Yeah. So that's my breakdown of that aspect of the technology. Um, it's already there, you know, obviously some of the stuff that we're doing, um, I'm not going to get too much into it, but you know, we have the capability of doing that right exact right now. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we just haven't, we as in, regular lover podcast you know what i'm saying we just haven't used all of the 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 things at at our disposal you know what i mean 
Yeah. I like the I like the concept. I like the concept of um of the, the online clash thing. I really do. You know, I mean, I was a big big the part that I like about it is voting. As we always talk about how clashes, the live clashes, you know, inside a club or whatever, we get messed up when it comes time to decide the winner by a show of hands or by the, you know, crowd noise or whatever. Um, Because it's just, you know, it's very difficult at times to really have a clear cut decision. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I like the piece about being able to vote. Of course, your sound quality and video quality should be good enough to at least, you know, for it to be a real show. For you to really hear what's going on, see what's going on, and be able to enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's possible. I mean, I know it's possible. So, you know, the company I work for, we've rented out equipment to people who do, like, video conferencing, but on a, a really, really detailed professional level. You know, like, streaming on, on like, str- like basically, uh, I'm not even going to try to describe this. All I'm going to say is this. The audio component to it, there's a way that there can be clear audio, and there's a way that there can be clear video. You know, I think with what happened with this, and the reason why I'm not going too much into the audio or video, I'm just talking about the concept, is because this was literally put together in a matter of a, a few days, and I think um, mm-hmm. I think it's probably already in a in a better you know iteration because um, Walsh said he's planning to have it again, um, possibly this week or the week after. I'm not worried about that. Um, I think it's literally, you know, everybody just has to have certain level of equipment. You know what I mean? Or a certain level of interface, whether video or audio. Like, look, I mean, everybody's not going to have, like, DSLR cameras, you know, in the crib. Like, that's fine. But at the same time, I think the audio component is definitely a big, big, big part of it. This this is a part of, it has been a part of, you know, entertainment culture for a while. You know, when you talk about American Idol or you know, dancing with the stars, you know, there's, there's competition shows you vote. And then the next day they have, you know, they reveal the, um, the results, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's far off from anything that we're used to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the most unique thing outside of the technological aspect of it would be, you know, the rules, you know, I don't, I still don't remember exactly what the rules were, you know, while she had his own rules, but I think that that takes a side, you know, a backseat to, I think, what the potential can be. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And along those lines, um, I want to say what I've noticed is a lot more stuff going on on IG Live, which has been really interesting. You know, and this is along sort of like along the sound clash lines as well. You know, as many listeners might know, you know, on IG. Um, They've been actually having producer and songwriter battles um, between um, hip hop and R&B producers and songwriters, which has been really, really interesting. You know, those of us familiar with SoundClash, you know, we it's nothing new to us. You know what I mean? But this is like one of those things to where uh, they're really capitalizing on a captivated audience. So it began with Swizz Beats and Timbaland. I don't know if people remember, but um, years ago, um, they actually did this live. I guess I think they're in the same room. 
um, some years ago, and um, I know Swizz and Timbaland did it. Um, Might have been a session with Just Blaze and somebody else as well back a few years ago. But um, So they set it off because of this coronavirus thing um, to where I think the, the, the standard right now, they landed about 20 rounds. So it's like basically tune for tune. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like like basically, you know, 20 rounds of tune for tune. And at the end, you know, somebody puts up a poll somewhere and figures out who won. You know, Swizz and Timlin did it. Um, Jonta and I keep on forgetting this dude's name. Well, this the other cats did it. Neo did it with um, some other cat. Uh, tonight, it's Scott Storch uh, versus Manny Fresh as we're recording it. So Scott Storch, as you know, has many, many, many hits. You know, Dr. Dre ba- basically gave him his 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 start. And Manny Fresh, you know, from, you know, um, Cash Money, Young Money. Um, yeah, so they're going at it tonight as well. So it's just very interesting to see how they're capitalizing on this situation to really entertain people and to push their music and what title has been doing after each clash, so to speak, um, they've been putting up playlists. So, um, they'll have a playlist for Swiss beats versus Timbaland and they'll have all the songs that Timbaland played and all of the songs that Swiss played. And this is all stuff that they've either produced or written you know, it's not like... Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I should have said that in the beginning. It's not like they're just picking their favorite songs from, like, the entire world. It's stuff that they literally either produced, wrote, or, or produced and wrote, and in some cases performed on, you know? You know, at, at one point, you know, one of the battles, it was like basically Beyonce for Beyonce. <laughs> it was crazy. You know what I mean? So, um, these are ideas that can cross boundaries across genres. Um, you don't necessarily have to spend a bunch of money to be able to put yourself out there like that. And there's no reason why, you know, sound men can't do this. Yeah. I think it's something that as long as you have fans, right. And there are people that have been doing lives. So for them to go live now, they're only going to get a larger audience you know what i mean but if you're just now starting out it might be kind of lonely out there (laughs) once you hit go yeah it's interesting to see uh, it's an interesting time because i've never seen my live um videos like populated so much you know every day i log on to instagram now or i go on the app it's like a whole row of stuff you know tony matron is doing pretty much almost every night the other night, I saw Beanie Man basically emceeing on a sound sound system in his in somebody's living room. Somebody was selecting for him, and he was like mm. the MC for the sound on live. A lot of my friends um, who are working DJs, you know, what I'm saying some of them have nine to five, some of them, you know, DJing is their their profession. You know, a lot of them are going live, and a lot of them are sharing their cash apps and their Zells for tips and stuff like that. Um, which the, the, for some reason there's a controversy with this. And what I would say to that is that it, they're, they're providing a service. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's it, like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna mince mo- words. I think you're a bozo 
if you have a problem with somebody saying like, hey, this is like my skill. I'm sharing it with you. You know what I'm saying? If you'd like to give a donation, then you can. Like, I, I have no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? I think people who have a problem with that are the people who are, you know, the same people doing it for the gram, trying to pretend like they have no worries in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to some of my compadres who, you know what I'm saying, are, are putting up. I'm, I'm talking about big and small. Like, people who, you know, are not known outside of New York are putting up their cash apps. And people who are known all across the world are putting up their cash apps. Like, you know what I'm saying? This this economic situation does not True. discriminate. You know what I mean? And a, and a lot of these people, you know, they went from working three, four, five nights a week. Yeah to zero so that's that that's that's happening um also i've seen some nightclubs that are actually you know starting up their own profiles on like platforms like twitch that i mentioned earlier there's a nightclub i forgot the name of it um i followed them on instagram apparently their their profile was blocked (laughs) because you know one of the djs i guess was wearing you know inappropriate clothing so that's a thing. You know, I guess it depends on the platform. Maybe if it's on Instagram, you're good. <laughs> For the most part, if it's on YouTube, you're good. I guess Twitch, you know, I guess on Twitch, you could curse people out, but you can't, yeah. you know, <laughs> be grown and sexy. Those are some of the things I've seen so far. I think there's opportunities, like I've said this a few times in, in our conversations. In these situations, there's always winners and losers. You know what I'm saying? Like people get mad when when somebody capitalizes off of a, a messed up situation. And my question is, you know, what's the alternative? You know what I mean? Like, what is the alternative? You know, are are you supposed to like have your family starve, or are you gonna try and be creative in the way that you promote yourself and you, and you get money? You know, if it's not harming anyone, you know. Yeah. Well, I hope that uh people are getting enough money from doing this that it could prevent starvation <laughs> yeah i doubt it but i mean they're trying no they're trying you know what i'm saying that's 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 commendable you know what i mean i like i know for a fact that no like everybody's hit but yes there's going to be some people that you know donate or whatever give tips to offset certain things but Nah, it's not it's not going to match your salary. It's intriguing to me because, you know, I'm not a not really a consumer of live streaming and you know what I'm saying, I'm definitely more of an on-demand content type of person and I think you know, that's what kind of pushed me into podcasting because as you know, we did the live radio thing. After a while, it just didn't it no longer worked for me, you know what I'm saying? So when I see notifications, yeah. so-and-so is having a watch party, so-and-so is live. That's if I see the notifications, you know what I'm saying? Like, so far, I haven't been able to actually watch, sit there and watch. It's similar to going through channels, you know, if you are if you make the TV comparison. Like, not every channel is going to have something that's interesting on it. Um, I've seen conversations that are very interesting conversations that I wouldn't have seen. For example. Uh, Tony Maturan talking to um, Wizology, I believe his name is. I think he's from Canada, maybe. I mean, a Jamaican living in Canada. 
Uh, that's what I gleaned from the conversation. And, you know, ironically, it was a conversation about something that, you know, a lot of people in the sound clash uh, world are tired of. And it was about Portmore 95. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that's when Kilimanjaro went up against King Adiz inside Portmore, Jamaica in 1995. And believe it or not, there was like new information gleaned from that that I, I heard that was kind of very interested. It was like Tony Matron was there talking and he was getting interviewed about the situation. And there's things that I wouldn't have known just listening to the cassette tape, you know, me being a young guy at the time. I don't know what's going on in Portmore, Jamaica. So that was interesting. Um, other conversations, not reggae related, but like uh, Van Lathan, uh, formerly of TMZ, um, you know, he was having a conversation with Blogzilla over you know, uh, the recent black movies that are out and giving some really objective feedback uh, of like the quality and what stories are good versus what aren't good. And, you know, they did like a review of the Madam C.J. Walker story, which, you know, people are <laughs> uh, mixed, mixed, mixed reviews on that. Most of them not not good. What? I mean, I thought it was good, yo. I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. We're not. We're not. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see the movie yet, but um I've seen multiple places to where people have criticisms of it. Whatever. What what I'm trying to say is like, you know, you're seeing conversations like that. With the IG live especially, you have the option to request to be included in the live. Mm -hmm. So what I've seen some people do is kind of like, you know, when you have a radio show and you could call in. Mm -hmm. so some djs what they do is like people request to be live with them and they're still djing and they just like accept the the request you know sometimes they turn on the music and talk to them sometimes it's just like somebody bugging out because like one of their favorite djs now they're on the live with them you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's i mean it's interesting stuff going on um before all this stuff started really going down i want to mention this podcast i think i mentioned this podcast once before the road uh, DJ show, I believe, or DJ podcast. You know, when when this whole lockdown thing hit, one thing that I noticed that the host of that show did is they had um because I guess on Facetime you can have a multiple, like you can have a whole group chat over Facetime, like multiple people. Um, so they couldn't, the host couldn't be with the rest of his crew, so he had guests on that all were on the same FaceTime at the same time. Hmm. And that was kind of interesting. You know what I mean? I mean, the audio quality wasn't the best, but at the same time, you know, it, it came across well. You know what I mean? So that was an interesting thing. Really cool. Really cool. So what's what, what do you think is next? What are you looking forward to, you know, in the reggae side of things? Yeah, on the reggae side of things, you know, I think this is a, great opportunity for artists to really engage with their audiences and build a new audience you know because with the things i'm speaking about the monetary like the results monetarily are not going to be there right away however this is an opportunity and chance for you to connect with your audience and build a new audience a bigger audience you know what i'm saying like i'm surprised that i don't see a lot more artists really really taking advantage of this i'm still seeing some you know stories you know ig stories and obviously i'm still seeing posts but i'm not seeing a lot of artists really going on there live 
and using that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, YouTube has a live as well. You know, Facebook has a live. All of these uh-huh. platforms have a live to where you can engage with your audience and, you know, really build up some loyalty there. Um, you know, like we, we spoke about uh, Tory Lanez last week, right? Uh-huh. So Tory Lanez just hit a milestone. I mean, how, how much value you want to put in this is is up to you. But so he's been going on IG Live um, and having <laughs> is it quarantine radio or something. It's his version of like the only thing I could compare it to is like Good Morning Vietnam. You ever see that Robin Williams uh, movie? Yeah, that's the first thing I thought about when you said that. Yeah, so he's literally like kind of like has that energy. And, you know, it's not for everybody. Obviously, it's not for kids. Because <laughs> what he's doing is like, you know, he's having women come on and twerk and all this and that. Tory Lanez is not for the children. Right. But what he also has done is like he invites people on like uh, Drake has been on and other artists. And actually what he did yesterday as we tape is he broke the record for the most people watching an IG live ever and since the inception of Instagram live. So the person who previously held that record was Taylor Swift. So that's an example. Exactly. That's an example of, you know, literally he's going, he went from, I believe when I saw it, it was like 60 something thousand people. Uh, Drake logged on later on in that live and it went up to like over 300,000 people at one time on the Instagram live. So Look, not everybody, obviously not everybody, most people are not going to have those numbers. However, it is an opportunity to build that, that loyalty, that brand awareness, um, you know, that connection with an audience. And it is an opportunity to send people in other places that can be monetized. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but at the same time, look, there's this is not forever and people really need to understand the work you put in right now to connect with people. And I guess I have to take this advice too. <laughs> uh, well, we are with this podcast, but the work you, you, you put in right now is going to build momentum for when we get out of this and you can convert those people, those fans, that audience into something that can, monetarily you know be beneficial whether that's you know more streams or actual merchandise you know what i mean this is the type of stuff um that builds up you know your your brand you know that's where i see it going i hope that people take that advice because one of the reasons that all the platforms has the live functionality is i mean this is why you know what i'm saying and they want you to use it for using it, you actually will be rewarded for using all the facets and functionality, you know, of whichever platform it is. For example, you know, if you have Instagram and you only post pictures, it's going to drive you down in the algorithm. You know, people aren't going to see your stuff. But when you start putting videos and then you start adding stories and then you start doing IGTV and then you start doing lives, you know, and you're using like all the different various ways. And that's when more and more people will start to see your stuff. You know what I'm saying? So if yeah. you could, if you, if you uh, are trying to seize the moment right now, you can't tour, 
There's a long list of things that you can't do. Here in Jamaica, I saw the prime minister has implemented a curfew. You got to be in your house from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. Island wide, you know, and um, it's that type of situation in a lot of places. So if you're trying to get out there, you need to figure this thing out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even with Jamaica, um, so I have a few accounts that I follow on YouTube. You know, one of them is um, like a sound system channel. Basically, he used to, he, he goes out and he looks at, I think I mentioned this before in the podcast, he, he, he looks at the sounds while they're building the sound up for like an outdoor event or something. He shows like the early warm. You know, it's, sometimes it's like 30, 40 minute segments sometimes he shows like everything's empty except for the the you know the bartender and the bounces and you know he shows like sounds like Bayside EC Stone Love and many others just warming up and um what he's been doing during the quarantine is um some sounds are just setting up in their own yard you know what I'm saying and Uh still just playing music and he'll go over there um have them play for like you know maybe 15 20 minutes and then interview them after you know what i'm saying so there's 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 opportunities out there obviously everybody needs to be safe you know what i'm saying i'm not mm-hmm. telling you to go out there and and do these type of things but if you wanted to just have a totally digital uh footprint you know that's that's also possible to where you could take advantage of 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 the captive captive audience you know Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's pretty much it you know what i'm saying i, I want to say to any other podcasts out there like look don't be discouraged the technology's out there for you to be able to do everything that you did before you know for the most part so i would say instead of taking a break especially if you're able to monetize your podcast you know some of these podcasts that have had you know thousands upon thousands of of downloads and and you have ads and stuff like that or sponsorship i would really suggest that you take care of um some of these technical hurdles sooner than later you know because as khalil has taught me you know the more time you take off you know the more likely you're you're going to get forgotten you know what i'm saying i don't want to see that i want to see a healthy podcast industry you know what I'm saying? Even though we keep on going, it's not like we just want to, like, we need other podcasts in order to keep the ecosystem going. You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of the Caribbean podcasts are, are, in the, are indie podcasts. So, you know, you may not have the sponsorship and all these things yet. So, you know what I'm saying? Definitely use the time as, opp- the downtime as an opportunity to get back up um, in new ways. And um, shouts out to regular talk podcasts mm-hmm. who in the past couple of weeks have taken to the live platform themselves and you know what i'm saying rejuvenated their fan base you know what i'm saying with a, a different look and feel to what they're doing yeah man definitely and and you know all of that can be recorded for you know posterity as well you know don't don't think just because you're on a platform that doesn't archive your live content that you can't record it yourself you know i mean look tell you the truth i just want to this may sound i guess with me wagging my finger a little bit but there's really no excuse you know outside of health and and obviously resources you know 
um there's no excuse to just like you can keep it going and you know you talk to people on the level and um let them know what you're going through you know what i'm saying give people the opportunity to connect with you and, and and let people understand like yo you're not in this alone you know what i mean most definitely so we here man we're gonna keep you informed on what is going on in every facet of this business in this strange time right now as things are just constantly changing so dedicated to regular lovers worldwide please stay up please take care of yourself take care of your family your loved ones stay off the streets stay away from crowds and you know people in general it sounds listening to myself right now it sounds a little bit crazy <laughs> different times yo yeah stay safe and stay well that's that's what i'm gonna keep on saying man if you have to do something you know if you have to go out there on the streets do it smart you know even even if you don't have a mask and gloves and you have to go out there just do it smart man don't touch your face wash your hands for at least 20 seconds you know what i'm saying clean off surfaces that have been outdoors all that yes indeed so thanks a lot for listening man let let us know your thoughts on the topic for this week any feedback questions concerns comments you shouldn't have any concerns by the way <laughs> email regularloverpodcast at gmail.com and of course hit us up on all podcast platforms shouts out to nice up radio family every time one love to the whole family out there they're still broadcasting as well and we you know have tons of live shows still coming through um on the regular days from all over the world it's just pretty dope yeah man shout out to everybody at nice up radio yeah man so until next time peace peace for booking of highlander sound 404-552-0492 or email reggaeloverpodcast at gmail.com visit highlander sound on the web at reggaelover.com follow at h-i-g-h-l-a-n-d-a on twitter Follow at K-A-H-L-I-L-W-O-N-D-A on Instagram and like Facebook.com slash Highlander Music for more information. So let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audiobook about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm -hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Steffens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole film crews that were down filming him, you know, all the members of the Whalers. He's having these conversations and these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows. He put all this information into a book. What's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience, quoting Peter Bunny, the incidents that happened with Bob getting shot, the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage. And so you really get the excitement, the energy of what is going on. That book right there, I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley, and we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover, and there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things 
but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood. There's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley.